Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Diogen Tirandekura. On this show, you will discover the realities, the successes and the struggles of business management and information technology consultants in the fast-moving B2B world. So stay tuned if you want to know more about what it takes to have a consulting lifestyle. The episode today will be a LinkedIn profile masterclass. Basically, as a B2B consultant, you need to be present on the platform LinkedIn as well as having a proper profile set up in order to promote in the best way your services and your expertise to your target audience and target clients. So to discuss that, I have an LinkedIn expert with me, which is Sean Hill. And uh, Sean Hill is someone that I met actually on the platform. He's very active, uh, always providing advice and helping a lot his audience on the platform LinkedIn. So right now, we will start the conversation with Sean Hill for his LinkedIn profile masterclass. Hello and welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Today, my guest is Sean Hill. Sean, how are you? Man, I am fantastic, brother. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, in Montreal, we are seeing the end of the winter at the moment, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's too cold for me up there. That's why I stay in beautiful Dallas, Texas in the south. I'm a good old southern boy, so I can't deal with the cold. <laughs> for sure for sure yeah you you, you will be welcome uh, after me i think then then you there you go there you go <laughs> so um so sean you're um uh you're very active on the on the linkedin platform and uh, yes, you're a linkedin coach um but for the audience uh let's start by uh, having you sharing your uh, your story absolutely well Thank you, uh, my brother, for having me on here. It's uh, a pleasure and an honor. We've been exchanging messages for a while. You've supported me for a while. I've supported you for a while. And so I'm glad we finally got a chance to, you know, get together and make this happen. So uh, once again, it's my pleasure. And uh, a little bit about me. Well, hey, I came to this platform probably like everybody else uh, about five years ago, maybe even longer. Uh, I uh, threw up a LinkedIn uh, profile because people said, you know, hey, LinkedIn is where you got to be. There's a lot of business people. There's a lot of a lot of networking. So that's where you need to be. So I threw up the profile and left it alone. <laughs> just didn't, <laughs> didn't do anything with it. Just like, okay, because oh, back in the day when you went over to LinkedIn, it was so confusing. There were so many different bells and whistles and things were happening. And you just, the whole interface just wasn't user-friendly. And so I was like, man, whoa, this is way too much. And then uh, at that time, your mailbox would just fill up with all this spam. I mean, it would just be like message after message after message of, hey, buy my product, buy my product, buy my product. So when you combine a non-user friendly website with mm -hmm. spam, you don't want to stay around. You're like, no, nah, this is too big, too big of a headache. Exactly. So then... Time went on. And so one of the guys that I listen to a lot is Gary V. And Gary V said, look, guys, LinkedIn has just changed. It's totally different. You need to get back over there. He yeah. said, there's two platforms that are really, uh, I see really moving forward. He mentioned LinkedIn and TikTok. Well, 
I tried to get on TikTok. My phone wouldn't work. So I took it as a sign that I don't need to be on TikTok right now. And so I said, well, let me uh, go for LinkedIn. Let me uh, get back on there. When I came back on about a year, uh, year this past year, it was totally oh, different. 2019, basically. Early yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Right, right, right. So 2019, totally different. The use the it, it felt more like Facebook just from a, the perspective of how mm-hmm. things worked. Uh, things made sense. It was clear. It was uh, more defined. Just it was a better experience. And so that's kind of how I came back to it. And, and since then, I've just been active on it, meeting people, having a lot of fun. And now I've kind of even made it a business. So that's even better. Ah, that's excellent. And we are talking about a, a one-year span because right now we are in, a, at the time of recording, we are in March 2000, uh, 2020, 2020. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so that, that's great. And indeed, you have, uh, you have done a lot there. Um, and you, so basically, yeah, you started, um, you created your profile on LinkedIn in 2015. At that time, were you searching for a job or just searching for network or uh, trying to have some exposure on social media in general? Well, you know what? I really wasn't. I just, you know, uh, heard that it was kind of the place to be. You know, it's it, when you hear things, you don't even really know what you're doing. You don't even know. It was kind of like the blind leading the blind, I guess. You just hear that you're supposed to be there. So, okay, I'm supposed to be here. I'll put it up. And, and it was just confusing. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. And and uh, there, there is there is one thing that is uh, important for uh, for the audience to uh, to understand is that uh, my experience with LinkedIn actually I created an account a long time ago. I think uh, yeah, must have been in two thousand eight or something like that. But for me, it was only to uh, to put my um, to be available for recruiters, uh, just to mention which projects I have done, and the the profile was literally my old CV. This was the content of my of my profile, and to me LinkedIn was just a, a list of different CVs that you that you see with keywords, <laughs> and and that's it. Um, so uh, now it has become a a social media, but I would even say that it 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 has also become a business platform. As you said, you even made a business out of it. So can you elaborate that? Absolutely. So when I got back on, one of the things that I did was notice that my profile looked horrible. It was it was terrible. <laughs> it would be like if you were to have a house and then leave the house for five years. When you came back, it would, the trees would be out of place. The yeah. the yeah. weeds would be everywhere. The house would just look run down, right? And so that's kind of how my profile looked, uh, like it hadn't been cared for for a long time. So when I came back, I just did a whole, I did a ton of research because when I do anything, I want to make sure that I'm I'm providing quality, providing value providing a good experience for the people that interact with me, right? And so I just did a ton of studying and I just saw all the mistakes that I was making. I was like, okay, this is wrong and this is wrong and that is wrong. And so I just saw all the mistakes. And then as I connected with other people, kept meeting other people, I saw that they were making similar mistakes. So one thing led to another and I just developed a business out of it. I like, hey, I, you know, I would give people a free profile assessment, still do, uh, and say, hey, I'm going to give you this list of suggestions, right? Either you can do them yourself mm-hmm. or you can hire me and we and I can and we can work together because I work. I don't do it for them. I work with them to do it. And, and so a lot of people have seen the value in just uh, getting a free assessment, giving a free a free review 
to figure out all the little things that can be improved with their profile. Because here's what most people don't understand. Unlike Facebook, Instagram, uh, all these other platforms, when you, oh, excuse me, brother, hold on just a minute. Yeah. When you do that on those platforms, it's amazing that the uh, the profile is a critical component of that. But with LinkedIn, the profile is the major component because it has to be in in place for things to go smooth. So I just started reaching out to people. And now, you know, I have it as a business. Ah, That is is excellent. And uh, as as, as I said, as I said uh, just before, um, my profile was essentially just my CV. It was just mentioning the year, the month, and uh, which project that I have done with which employer and etc. So right now, uh, I, 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 for sure, it is not it is not the right uh, things that uh, that have to be that has to be done for a good LinkedIn profile. So right now, do you have generic generic tips uh, to provide to the uh, to the audience in terms Absolutely. of what to pay attention to? Absolutely. Well, the three most critical pieces of a profile are your photo your headline, and your about section. So those are the three pieces. There are a lot of pieces to it, but those are, if you're thinking about like a house, those are the foundation. Your profile is so critical because that's what people see. So they that's, that's your welcoming. They're seeing you. So your profile, you want it to be looking forward, smiling, welcoming profile. One of the things that people do, and they, they don't do a very good job, is they have a full body profile. Well, nothing wrong with that per se, but what happens is that draws you away from the from the photo, right? That draws you away because no matter how fit you are, no matter how good you look, it's still there's the distance. There's that distancing. Yeah. And so I suggest headshots, and you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to go to glamour shot or whatever. You can I'll get a professional photo. Hey, most of our phones have great cameras. Yeah. Get, you know, get you a neutral background, uh, take a just a good headshot. Post that smiling, looking forward, good to go. So that would be the uh, the uh, you know the headshot. So that's critical. Yeah. One other thing is the headline. The headline is so critical because unlike on other platforms, when you post that little headline goes with you. So it's a walking advertisement. So if I post on uh, Facebook, if I post on Instagram, it's just Sean Hill. That's that's just my name. But when you engage on LinkedIn, your little walking advertisement goes with you. So if you don't do something with it, it defaults to, because LinkedIn is kind enough, it defaults to your current job. Well, you posting director of marketing for ABC company doesn't mean anything to anybody. So you want your profile to be what you do, the benefit you provide and who you provide it for. So my profile says, hey, LinkedIn, you know, helping small, you know, coaches uh, get clients on LinkedIn through profile optimization. So it tells who I am, tells who I am, tells who I do it for, and it tells how I do it. So that's the type of profile headline that you want. So the headlines that little uh, a bit of writing that's under your name on the top part of your profile. And then another thing is your summary. Your summary is your chance to tell your story. And the the biggest mistake that I've seen most people make on their summary is they go third person. So it's Sean did this and Sean did that and Sean is this. And and it just sounds so just artificial. And what I tell my clients is you have to think of your 
of your summary section as your story. You wouldn't be in an interview trying for a job, and then all of a sudden they say, well, tell me about yourself. You go third person on, well, let me tell you a little bit about Sean. Sean is great. It just wouldn't sound logical. And so the same way on your summary section, tell your story. What makes you unique? What can you do for your client? I think that's another mistake that a lot of people make on their summary. It's all about them, them, them. And we know everybody's favorite radio station is WIIFM. What's in it for me? <laughs> and so people yeah. want to know, they come to it like, okay, good for you, but how can you help me? How can you help me grow my company? How can you help me do what I need to do? It can't be all about you. So those are three critical areas. This is um, a, a huge, uh, a huge shift in mindset uh, that uh, that is required with what you said. Uh, I will tell you, it's funny because um, when you said that the, the the about section written at the third person, this is something that I did, and also <laughs> this is something I was asked to do uh, <laughs> by uh, some previous employers when I when I started to work. It was no, no, no. You need to write it at the at the third person. So, so it's funny how. Um, the per- perception and period and uh, and eras and because I think the era of the early two thousands compared to now is yes. already different. Being uh, writing your about page on social media versus writing a, a CV for a, for a, an employer it can be was different also. So it's it, it's a great uh, it's great point that you uh, that you come with uh, here. Uh, shown and it is valid for uh, any industry, right? It is not just yes any. Any industry, and, and we, we, we have to kind of look at the difference. As back in the day, if you had an objective statement on your resume, you were fine. It's like, okay, this is what I want. This is what I'm expecting from your company. Well, mm-hmm. now, if you have a, an objective statement, you look dated, right? It looks like it's like an old resume. Now, we have a, what we call a summary statement. In other words, here's a summary of the skills that I have. Here's why I think I'm going to be a good fit for your company. So as you said, it's a mindset change. Back in the day, it was, look, here's what I want from your company. What can your company do for me? Now it's totally flipped. It's 180 degrees. Like, okay, here's what I think about your company. Here's what I bring to the table. Here's what I think I can give to your company. Not what can your company do for me. It's what can I do for your company? Yes, yes, it's a total difference. And as well, there is one thing that is very important that you that you said, and it's very important for every consultant in any industry. You said that you you don't work for your clients, you work with your clients. Can you can you elaborate a bit on that? Absolutely. Uh, what happens is I have to have clients that are involved in the profile. Because here's what I could do, like a lot of people, I could just take their profile and do it for them, right? But see, this is a social platform and people can tell you know when somebody's not running their own you know profile or it's not them one of the things that i tell my clients the most is you have to have your authentic voice you have to be you and your personality has to come through not everybody's energetic like i am not everybody's upbeat like i am i'm not and i'm not gary v and i'm not trying to be little gary v or black gary v or or anybody like that yeah. Yeah, you got you have to be yourself. You have to have your authentic voice and the only way I can help you get your voice is me helping you create and craft your profile cuz every bit of that profile needs to speak to you. So I work with you not for you. Yes. Yes. So uh, very uh, very important. Um and 
What about your, um, when we talk about LinkedIn, there is also, you engage a lot. Yes. Uh, and uh, I assume you also have a lot of, uh, a lot of followers. Uh, but what is your um, level of engagement in terms of, uh, in terms of numbers? I don't know if you dedicate a certain amount of hours per day on LinkedIn or you dedicate, I don't know, to, to send a, cer a certain number of messages on a, on a periodic basis. Yeah. Well, for me, since it's my business, this is what I do. So I have to be present. I have to be engaged and I have to engage a lot. And what people miss is this great opportunity. I don't know how people are missing it, but they are. So I'm kind of taking advantage of it is that for the for a large degree, the engagement level on, on LinkedIn is not really that great there. And, and it's not about numbers either, really, because I know people who have 30,000 followers, 50,000 followers, and they'll post something and they'll get three or four likes. You know, they'll, they'll, it, it'll just be, it'll just be like crickets. And what happens is to post on LinkedIn, you have to ask yourself, is this useful? Is this of value to my, to my target market? Because if it's just about me, myself and I, Hey, I was at Podfest and I was with Bill and Hey, look at me and Bill. Well, good for you and Bill. But why do I care? You know, it's like, that's good for you. Now, if you back that up with, hey, I met Bill. We had a great conversation. We talked about these five things that I think is going to help are going to help your podcast. Now I'm interested. Now I'm engaged. And especially if you end with a question, hey, what are some things that you do to help your podcast? Now you got my engagement because now I want to have a conversation with you. But if you're just this, uh, you know, this omnipotent uh, guru who just wants to kind of shout your message, there's not a lot of engagement there for you. And so what happens is, remember earlier when I said that when you, when you engage, you, your, your post is a walking advertisement. So guess what? If I engage on Bill's post, even though he didn't get a lot of engagement, he has 30,000 people that followers that see him. They, well, not, not all of them because it's an algorithm. We're not going to really go into all that. But a portion of his group sees my post. So, of course, I want to engage with Bill. I want Bill to feel good about himself, right? I don't want to be the only one that's not engaging with him. But there's kind of a selfish reason, too, in that it helps my business. So yeah. that walking advertisement goes with you. So you kind of want to have a, a person that has a, a large following, but maybe this is not getting that engagement because it's just it's a win-win-win for everybody. That person feels better because he put out something. There wasn't a lot of people that engaged with it. So when you come through, guess what? That's pretty nice. He feels pretty good about that engagement. It helps you because now you're coming through. You're giving some encouragement. Your message is being seen. And so it's a win-win situation. And that's why I encourage everybody. I don't know what it is about LinkedIn, but a lot of people, it's almost like, you know, uh, engagement is gold or is engagement is like platinum. And it's like, no, just engage with people. Just get out there, like their stuff, you know, post a comment. It's just the strangest thing a lot of times. Yes. Yes, indeed. And um, is a, a lot of people try to try to share uh, something useful on, on LinkedIn. And sometimes even the, when we say uh, engage, it, it doesn't always have to be, uh, wow, I, I just loved your post. It can be, ah, you know what? you can have respectful disagreement or you can just add some information and, and then it leads to a, to a genuine conversation exactly. without uh, going down the, the Facebook route of uh, <laughs> outrage, <laughs> but just uh, having, having a, uh, 
an adult conversation uh, with the, the person that uh, published the post and then then you start to uh, you really start to build a relationships as well that's it. Uh, and, and I think that's uh, that, that's also uh, something very important uh, as we said at the start of the call we have uh, uh, exchanged a lot of uh, direct messages and uh, and uh, comments on, on our post but yeah that's so in a way this, this it is building a relationship. Uh, yeah. And one of the things that I just I have, I have to get this in, because if I didn't say this at some point and got off here, I'd kick myself, is that <laughs> part of building that relationship is connecting with people, sending that connection request. But please, whatever you do, don't let that first message be a sales pitch. I get so many messages oh. where the very first message is this long block text with a link at the bottom. I tell you. If you want to get unconnected real quick, that's the way to do it. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's, it's crazy because um, um, when you, I don't know if anyone wants to, to, to date someone, this is, you don't come and just say, hey, let's go. Uh, your first sentence, yeah, let's, let's go to the cinema together. You know, I'm the best man that you, will, <laughs> that you can yeah. have. Because it's literally what they are saying. Sometimes yeah. I, re- I receive messages saying, uh, oh, um, your, your, your business can have... Uh, 30% more revenue. That's right. But if you contact me, it's like, wow, you don't even know actually what is my business. You don't even know if I need it. It's like, yeah, that's right. You don't even know me. I tell you, for me, it's even worse than that. To me, it's like, I'm just now meeting you. I meet a young lady on the street. The first time, hey, let's go get married. Let's skip all the date. Let's skip. Let's just let's just do this thing, man. Forget all that other stuff. I know I just met you. I don't know anything about you, but you see, you got a nice smile. You seem like you're a decent person. Let's just go and do this thing. Let's just get married. Yeah, that wouldn't go off very well. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It cannot. Uh, it, can, it cannot work very well. Uh, that's for sure. And um, you say that. So you you're based you're based in Dallas. Uh, yes. You work with the. Uh, uh, people that are in different industries, but are you talk, are you also working for uh, LinkedIn users that are in different geographies, different countries? Yes, yes. Primarily, my my base is in uh, the United States, but I do have some clients in uh, in uh, England, and I do have some clients in Canada. But in normally, that's kind of where my center is, just for time differences and and money exchanges, and plus, I just kind of have to. You, one of the things that you really have to focus on is really niching yourself down, knowing who you are, because just because you can give service to everybody doesn't mean everybody is your target market. And so my target market mainly is people in the United States. They're great people all over the world, and I would love to help the world. But for me, the uh, my greatest uh, uh, target market is yep. in the U.S., Yes. Okay. Okay. I understand. And is there, um, do you, do you have, um, specific projects for the future in terms of, uh, building a team? Uh, yeah. Any, anything related, related to your business? Yes. Yes. It's, thank you for mentioning that. Uh, I'm right, I'm right now in the middle of shooting my videos because what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to come out with a video course. It's, uh, you know, God willing, it should be coming out sometimes next week. And it's going to be for those uh, job seekers, those uh, midlife job seekers, career changers, to help them navigate LinkedIn and get a job on LinkedIn. So that's I'm excited about that. Do you, do you have a, a specific date? Because you know, podcasting, 
yeah. it's not necessarily uh, released when it is recorded. Yes, so, uh, you absolutely. Said, you said next week, so we are talking about the mid March 2020, approximately. It will come out. I'm gonna. This this is good because it kind of holds me accountable. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be very fightable. Later. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna say so. The day is the tenth, seventh. So we're gonna say March 17th. March. I'm I'm, I'm giving myself a day. Yeah. Okay. March March 17, 2020. There will be 2020. a. A LinkedIn video, uh, LinkedIn video course. That's because you actually. If I, I don't say that it's the reason, but uh, what you do every day, every uh, every weekday, is that you have a LinkedIn lunch video. So, how, yes. when did the idea came and, uh, and 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 why? Well, you know what? One of the things about LinkedIn is video is really powerful. Uh, it gets your personality out there. You can do text-based posts. You can do uh, you know uh, picture-based posts. But for people to know, like, and trust you, because people like to do business that with people they know, like, and trust, they want a part of your personality. So nothing really shows your personality like video. Plus, I've always believed that you should kind of go in the opposite direction of the crowd. So only 1% of LinkedIn is doing video. So if I could be in the top 1% that easily, all I have to do is video, I'm there for it. And also one of one of the things about video is, hey, LinkedIn, a lot of times people are watching either at work or something like that. So you got to be quick. It's not YouTube, right? YouTube, you go and you expect to spend eight, nine minutes watching a how-to video. So with LinkedIn, it's got to be quick. It's got to be punchy. got to be in and out. And so that's where that idea came from, a power lunch. Ah, excellent, excellent. Indeed, it is the, a series of uh, LinkedIn power lunch uh, that you uh, that you do uh, every day. And uh, I like those videos. Sometimes you're from your car, sometimes you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's one of the keys for people, especially if you're a content creator, and I, I want as many people to be content creators as possible, is you have to be consistent. You have to keep showing up. Doesn't do you do good, do you any good to do a video on Monday and then like wait a couple of weeks to do another video. Just show up. Just just be consistent. That's why I tell people, hey, come to my my page, twelve o'clock, twelve uh, noonish on uh, Central Standard Time every day, Monday through Friday, and I hit you with that quick you know, video. Probably gonna be about two, three minutes max. Probably won't be over three minutes. Quick idea, a quick tip to empower you to get you charged up for the rest of your day. And I think that's one of the keys is just being consistent. Yeah, true, true. Consistency is, uh, is, is so is so important. Mostly uh, in a, in a world where uh, we expect quick results. Yes. Uh, uh, from our efforts, no, we need to be consistent. Uh, it's not necessarily at the as you said, it's just one percent of uh, LinkedIn users. So. It can it can go pretty quick uh, to uh, to have results as a as a video person, but even if you don't have results directly, be consistent. Just try to improve. Just just analyze maybe why uh, you don't directly have a success, but be consistent. That's the most important. As you, I haven't seen all your videos, but I know, I know that uh, you are doing <laughs> a power lunch video now. <laughs> Every time yeah. at noon, it's, it's, seriously, now it's in my head. And okay, I know that you will put a video. That's so right, can, and and that's how you 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 have to uh, print yourself in the head of people. Yes, yeah. yes, it's called Absolutely. it's called branding, right? And if we think about branding, we almost think about like a cattle. I know a lot of young people don't even like branding; it's just what it is. But back in the day, branding was really literally taking a hot iron and searing your brand 
into cattle or whatever, you know, yeah. branding. And so we have to have that mentality is guess what? I have to keep showing up so I can sear my brand, who I am into my target audience. Yes, yes. And uh, is, is LinkedIn your um, your first entrepreneurial uh, adventure? Oh, I've, I've had, I probably like a lot of people, I've had a lot of different things that I've done, you know, a lot of different entrepreneurial, uh, you know, adventures, yeah. uh, network marketing and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all try, you know, to do our, our side hustle and things that we enjoy doing or things that we need to do to make money. So, oh, it's far from it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and are there, are there any uh, uh, lessons learned that you have from one of your, uh, Uh, previous or all of your uh, previous uh, entrepreneurial ventures and uh, do you do you recognize um, do you recognize something in what you did in the past that is helping you today absolutely and i think for me is just not to be afraid of the word no not to be afraid of, of sales because for a lot of people sales has a bad connotation it leaves a bad taste in their mouth but if we think about it you how successful of a business person can you be if you have a negative view of sales, because at some point you're something has to get sold. It's, you know, it's not a charity. And so at some point you, you, you have to embrace that. And my thing is sales is, is a skill and any skill can be learned. And many people get sales confused with manipulation with a lot of negative connotations. But when you think about sales as helping a, a person, as doing what's good for them and what's the best thing for them, then it, it kind of takes away that negative. And so as I've done my other things, that has always gone with me that, hey, guess what? You can't be afraid of no. You sort, you don't convince. In other words, I'm not going to keep talking to the same person 10 times when I could have gone and talked to 10 persons, 10 people one time. Yeah. And just find the people that is right for this product. And so you, so just learning about sales and negotiation and, and the business part of it, not just the, ooh, oh, this feels good to do this part. It's work. It's work. You have to, there's some things that you like and some things that you don't like, but at the end of the day, you have to put in the work. You can't get mad for the results that you didn't get from the work that you didn't do. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, true, true. Very, uh, uh, very, very important one as well. Uh, so there is definitely a lot of you have a lot of energy, a lot of work ethic <laughs> uh, as uh, as well, and uh, and you have that the right type of patience uh, as well to get your uh, uh, to to get your results. Uh, t- today you are in a, in a team of one, right? Well, to, for the most part, I, I and this is one of the things I also encourage people to do. Let me give a shout out to my group called Producers. I have like a loose group of people, of what I call my community. And uh-huh. we have just gotten together because, as you know, being an entrepreneur can be a lonely road. It, it can be a lonely road. So the, to the degree that you can get a group of people, even if you're not buying each other's products, it, you're just supporting each other. And I think that's what's unique about the group that I've, I've been blessed enough to create, uh, just an informal group, just a business community, uh, mm-hmm. is we're not trying to sell each other, right? If we do business, that's fine, but that's not the goal. The goal is to support each other and to be able to have a, a, a group that you can be real and honest with, right? Because we can't be always real on LinkedIn. We can't say, you know what? I just feel like crap today and I just blew a contract and boy, don't I feel terrible. You can't, mm-hmm. you, you really can't say that 
because now it looks like you're incompetent, right? But you have to have what we call a safe space. You have to have a, pay, a, a place where other entrepreneurs get it. We all have blown, blown, blown that contract. We've all had days when we didn't want to do what we're doing. That's part of the business. And for you to have a, a group where you can be honest with that and be real with that and not have to put on the show and not have to put on the face, that is so in, invaluable. So I, I encourage every entrepreneur to get your group. Maybe it's you and another person. A lot of times we call it accountability partner. It's really not accountable because you, you're accountable to yourself, right? So you hold yourself accountable, but it's another person that you can be real with, that you can be honest with. And maybe you are lucky enough to build a group, but, uh, but that's the key, man. It, Cause being an entrepreneur can be so lonely, but yeah, it's just, it's just me, my own self. I'm my own consultant. So I work by myself, but I, I, I got, I can't say enough about my group. Because they support me, and I hope I give back and support them. So, what's up, producers? I love you guys. <laughs> Thanks. I hope that they uh, that they will uh, hear and give you a shout out back. <laughs> oh, they will, because I'm going to send this to them when I get. So <laughs> I'm going to let them know about it, so they go hear about it. Believe me, I'm not quiet about that. <laughs> uh, for sure, uh, that's great, and that's a great lesson as well for um, uh, people in the audience that that are solopreneurs. Uh, or people that are thinking about starting a, starting a business and are not sure, I think it is important to have, uh, as you say, a, a support group, a safe space uh, within which you can um, expose what you uh, what you do, your wins, your losses, That's right. your struggles, your uh, your questions, uh, and and th- and from there you can uh, you can support uh, you can support all. Uh, all of each other. So that, that's very important. Yeah. Uh, and to- let me just say this real quick as well. If you can't find one, create one, because I know so many guys, so many people, it's like, man, I'm looking around. I'm looking around at LinkedIn. I'm looking around in my community that, you know, there's, there's nothing like this. I can't find, create it. It doesn't need to be big. It might be you and one other person. So if you can't find it, create it. Yes. Yes. And that's also part of uh, consulting and entrepreneurship and he's taking yes. initiatives. As well. So if you don't have, if it doesn't exist, just try to create, try to find a way to try to find a way to create it. By the way, maybe we can uh, talk about uh, about groups and uh, and LinkedIn uh, at the moment. <laughs> and, and we are we are in March 2020. So uh, so uh, hold me on that. <laughs> maybe uh, uh, later it would be uh, great. But at the moment, I don't find it really amazing. Uh, yes, well, groups are you... groups on LinkedIn are are pretty much useless. They, uh, and we just, uh, you know me, uh, if you see my videos, if you know me at all, you know, I'm be straight with you. I'm just going to tell you like it is. Uh, they're pretty much useless. They're trying to make them better. But here's what happens in most groups. You'll have 7,000, 8,000, 10,000 people in a group and one or two people, com- you know, sharing something in a group and then nobody commenting. Nobody and so when you hear, oh, people, oh, groups are great way to meet. No, they're not. <laughs> they really aren't. Uh, it's, it's so much better for you to identify your target market and meet them personally on LinkedIn. Groups, I wish they were better. I wish they gave more. I wish they, you know, were more engaging where you could actually go in and get some value from it. But that's just not, they're not close to being there. Yeah, yeah. I know on Facebook, I think groups are very good. uh, Yes, yes. LinkedIn not yet, but okay. It, it is it is a platform that is uh, that is uh, recently um, trans, which has recently transformed as a social media. So it's not that there will be everything. <laughs> <completely>. <laughs> do, do you do you have a LinkedIn Live? 
Uh, no, I, I, you know what? I think LinkedIn is holding out on me. I don't have it. And I don't know, you know, I know there's the application process and who has it and who doesn't have it is, is just a mystery. But here's what I would encourage anybody to do. Even if you don't have LinkedIn live, you still do video, right? So, you know, people have live. Great. Good for them. But if you don't, you shoot a video, Zoom, however you want to shoot it upload it and you're just i mean it, it just works it works for you so uh you know if you have linkedin live that's great but i don't want that to be any reason why somebody doesn't do video get in there and do it anyway yeah true true i've had uh, the linkedin live since uh, more than actually more than three months i think i should uh, i should follow up <laughs> uh, i don't have it yet uh, uh, either and um in terms of um business uh, objectives do you do you give yourself uh, a specific number or specific, like an, a number of people with whom you would work with or um, a number in terms of revenue per year that you want to make. I know that it's pretty new. So I, I don't know for 2020, we are still in the start of 2020. Do you, have you given yourself some specific objectives? Yeah. I, I encourage anybody to do that, to give yourself quarterly goals uh, and then break them down and really work towards those. And, and the reason I like quarterly goals is because they keep that sense of energy with you, right? And so this is not an annual goal broken down into quarters. It's that and it's called 90 days, it's a 90-day system. So every 90 days, you reevaluate to see what worked and what didn't. So I have a, I have a 90-day goal. I take a, a week off, reevaluate what went well, what can I improve. Now I set another 90-day goal. What went well? What can improve? Said enough. See, and because here's why I tell you that a lot of people, because many of most of us have come from nine to five jobs or, or corporate jobs or just jobs. Let's just say job. And most times on a job, you have what's called your annual review or your annual goal. And so you get this year long goal, but it's really not realistic because a year ago in 2019 of March, we couldn't have known that we'd be dealing with coronavirus. We couldn't have known that we'd be dealing with all this stuff. So really, how realistic are your goals made out a year from now, right? So what I encourage people to do is set those 90-day goals. Yeah, little things are going to come up, but you can make course corrections a whole lot easier on a 90-day goal than you can some annualized goals, a yearly goal, that you don't know what, what's going to be happening a year from now. Yes, I, I really want to make a slow clap. Uh, I totally, <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, this is something I actually I realized only about 2016, where I was mm -hmm. like, I will get a, a goal for the next 12 months, and if and if by any chance one thing doesn't doesn't go well, it will impact my whole year uh, yeah. assessment. It's like it's too much, man. <laughs> you know, so, here's the here's the other thing about that too is it kind of lets us be lazy, right? So if I know I have a year to do this goal, well, man, I have a whole year to get the goal, right? So maybe March, yeah, I still got nine months to get it. April, I still got eight. And so we, we're just in this constant state of, of procrastination, thinking that we're going to kick it in in the fourth quarter and win the game. Where if, if hey, if you set it for 90 days, every day, is important. Every day is critical. So you have you create that sense of urgency. 
Yeah, totally agree. Uh, totally agree. I think uh, we we went through a lot of uh, of very good topics, uh, and you're definitely uh, you people don't see that maybe now they can see it on the, on your videos, but I see because we are uh, on the Zoom call that you have a, a lot a lot of uh, positive energy and uh, it transpires. Uh, I have one last question for you, uh, Sean. Uh, given that we are on the consulting lifestyle podcast, is uh, for you what does having a consulting lifestyle mean? For me, it means living the dream. And, you know, a lot of people think living the dream is having a big house, is having a big car, is having all this money. And all that's great. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm, you know, not putting that down at all. But for me, helping people, engaging with people, my goal is that when you leave from me, you feel better than when you came to me. And if I can make that happen for you, if I can encourage you, then that's living the life. That's, that's the life. That's what gets me up every day. That's what gets me fired up. It gets me pumped up. It makes me want to get out of bed and make somebody's life different. Oh, that's excellent, excellent answer, Sean. Uh, it was a very great, uh, very great moment with you. Uh, also, a very interesting conversation. We have had a lot of key tips uh, on, uh, on LinkedIn. But uh, I encourage any listener to uh, go through uh, your profile. So uh, Sean Hill and uh, try to get that uh, profile review with him. Hopefully, by the time you by the time you listen, it will still be available. But <laughs> <laughs> I know they're going fast. And hey, here's one of my last tip. My last tip for everybody yes. is always own your name, right? Own your name. So if you want to get to me, my name is Sean Hill. All you have to do. You don't have to put it into LinkedIn. All you have to do is go to www.shawnehill.com, always on your name, and it will redirect you directly to my LinkedIn profile. Oh, that is excellent. This is the first time that I hear somebody uh, redirecting to a LinkedIn profile. There you go. Amazing, amazing, Sean Hill. <laughs> so it will be put in the show notes and um, it was a great, great conversation, Sean. And uh, for sure, we will uh, talk again soon. Thanks. Sounds good, buddy. You have a great one now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you have enjoyed the episode and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified to hear other episodes with your host, Diogène Tirandekoura.